Hey everyone, it's Ivan here, host of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Now, before we start today's episode, a bit of a disclaimer. We did have a bit of a technical difficulty issue halfway through the episode during the live show. And unfortunately, we had a bit of a power outage. We had to get everything up and running again. So apologies if halfway through this episode, the uh, sentence just doesn't really quite match with what we were saying. And then we start off something new. But uh, we did try to make it as easy and as smooth of a transition as possible. So hopefully you guys do come and enjoy the uh, following episode and again we do apologize for the bit of technical difficulties for our live listeners and for you guys as well on soundcloud spotify and itunes so thank you again for uh tuning in and without further ado enjoy the show we'll see you guys next week hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the eagle eye podcast it is episode 85 and boy do we got plenty and plenty and plenty to talk about we have a jam-packed episode in which we're going to be talking about all things Las Sagras de la America in regards to the midweek matches, in regards to the Liga MX matches. So plenty and plenty to talk about. And as always, introducing my co-host, it's Mr. Christian Rosendo and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing pretty well. Happy to be back after my absence last week and... Ready to get into it. Yep, you were uh, you were out in uh, Bora Bora, correct? Yes. The 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 company finally gave me some some money to go on vacation, and that's where that's where I went. Granted, I think we only gave him like four gancitos and like two quarters, and said good luck. Yeah, well, I, I made the most of it. Dylan, how's life over there? In uh, in in where are you right now? I'm in back. I'm back home. I got back today. Nice for my my venture trip to Frisco, Texas. Alrighty. Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, Dylan was actually uh, taking a step away from Las Aguilas de la América this week as he was uh, di- uh, knee deep in the Cowboys training camp. How did that go? That was fun, dude. It was fun to see all the players, see the how the practice ran and everything. So. He's definitely trying to recruit a couple of players to go and uh, play for America. You think any of them can fill in some of the gaps that we need? Uh, actually, I need some America players to fill in for the kicker position because we don't ever have a very good kicker. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you can handle it. No, they won't give me a contract. Be blasphemy. The absolute blasphemy. All right, well, gentlemen, let's jump straight into this. We got plenty and plenty to talk about. Like I mentioned, we have uh, all things a las Aguilas de la America. We're obviously going to be talking about the disappointing losses within the week against Atlanta United and Tigres that just happened in the League's Cup. We're going to be talking about that Morelia game. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Tigres match. We're going to talk about transfer rumors and. We're also going to be giving a shout-out to the ladies who continue to look like they're going on a good run of form. Dylan, you're going to have a little bit more of an exclusive on that a little bit later on in the show. But without further ado, gentlemen, we ready to get into it? Yes. Si, senor. All right, let's get straight into it. And uh, let's start off where I guess everything's just gone wrong for America. These midweek matches have not been exactly what the afición has been wanting from Las Aguilas de la América. Obviously, a loss against Atlanta United in the Campeones Cup and then a loss against Tigres in the League's Cup. I think uh, I think we'll break it down one game at a time, obviously, but we won't spend too much time going into it because I you know, don't want to be giving so much time away. But let's, overall, these two games, these two two games during the week, I think to sum it all up, it'd probably just be frustration, correct? 
100% frustration. Uh, two games that were very winnable despite our our problems and and uh, our, despite our problems the squad is going through. Especially in that Atlanta game, I really thought we had it. And um, it's just disappointing to see how we couldn't we couldn't come out with the victories. No, yeah, that was definitely the most frustrating part about it all was that you came into these matches pretty confident that the team could go out and get the result. Unfortunately, that just wasn't the case. And I think the reason why America loses is down to their own downfall. If you look at, if you go back and you analyze the game against Atlanta United, if you go back to yesterday's game against Tigres, honestly, there were America mistakes that made it so that this opposition was able to capitalize and go and take the and go and take the victory against America. I mean, you go back and you look at the Atlanta United game. It was mistake after mistake that caused uh, Atlanta United to score. And you can't say that they outplayed us because I don't think that they did. Yeah, maybe they had a little bit more better ball possession, but I think at that point the game was already, you know, tipped to one side, so America had to push forward and they had a little bit more room to run into. But you look at this game against Tigres and you had this game in the bag and then of course two own goals, it it it, it just merits that something's gonna go down, you know? No, yeah, I'm hundred percent agree. And it's it's I don't know. It's um, it's just adding on more to like frustration and from from the fans because you know you you expect this team and uh, the caliber of this team to to win every single match and when matches and when we're in a position to win matches like like those two like the Atlanta and the Theater team yesterday and we don't come away with the win that's just that's just not acceptable and you know something needs to be done and needs to be done as soon as possible. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Dylan, what's your take on these two games, frustration-wise, I mean, analytical-wise, just anything in regards to, to what, you're, what, what you're thinking? Oh, you really, you know, just, just, just frustration all around. Like, it's just, it's, I don't even know if you can really put this into words of how everything's going on because, I mean, obviously, you're losing, you're losing with the players, and I know we talked about that a little bit too last week, and I we had Brian and Tom on the podcast too. You know, this it just seems like this team's in that transitional phase of shifting, and you know, new players coming in, but you know, it's it's just that's just the frustrating part. It's just it never seems like nobody wants to step up and really play on this team. I mean, you do have one or two players here and there that are contributing, and you know, obviously, we get two goals from Ibarra Gwen. Um, I think uh, over the course of the couple games too, I think Roger Martinez looked pretty decent. But just overall, it's just it's just frustration. And Guido Rodriguez doesn't even look like himself hundred uh, percent of the time, and that's that's a that's a frustrating part too. And that's all it is—just frustration that keeps building up with, with with what's what's swirling around to me, just being a weird season overall with everything that that's going on in this club right now. I think you have to look at this America side, and we're playing these games, obviously these games that maybe other teams in the league are not, and you have to admit, America's playing these games patched up. Like, we're not a, we're not 100%. Yes. We're, we're not at 100%. This side is not complete. Um, mm. Obviously, there's still going to be some reinforcements coming in that, uh, that Piojo had mentioned, and the board looks like they're trying to get done. But you got to admit, this is a side that's that's... It, it, it feels like you're just patching them up and throwing them out there on the pitch and they're doing what they can, you know? But, like, but that's, that's the thing, though. We know the caliber of this squad and and even with the injuries that we've had, there's still talent there and enough grit and, and talent, like, like I said, 
to close out these matches. It's just we're not closing out, and that's and that's the bad part because like there there's still some experienced players there, like Dylan mentioned. Yudo Rodriguez has not looked has not looked like himself in recent games, especially last night. Um, and you know, it's, you start to question like what's going on with this with this team. It's um, are we really too are we really too dependent on certain players to to show up, or you know, or like 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 what's the deal? Yeah, no, that that's that's very understandable, and I think for Guido's case, and and I'm not trying to make an excuse uh, for anyone out there on the pitch, but I think Guido has to do more, more than what he was doing in the past couple of seasons. If you look at his defensive uh, midfielder partnership, it's either Sebastian Cordova, it's also Leo Lopez. It it hasn't really been someone that he has. A, it changes. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. Not something that he has consistency around and and I think that makes it difficult for him because he then has to adapt he has to then fill in a little bit more space I, I think he feels a little bit more mm-hmm. comfortable with also but uh, still it's it's not something that it that you know it was a partnership that had flourished between Edson and Mateo Suribe he knew them he played with them for such a long time he had an understanding I think that's why we saw the best out of Guido at that point I think now Guido's having to really take the mantle of this midfield and say okay I'm kind of in charge I, what do I have to do I have to make sure we don't concede and at the same time find a way for us to 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 develop something and try to get uh, an attack as well um, so I think he, he has right. just a lot on his plate that but he's capable of it I'm not saying that he's not but I, I think he just needs that extra player to really help him settle in a little bit more and maybe we'll see a, an adjustment with more time and with more playing time with whether it be also Cordoba uh, Leo or whoever comes in, really. But I feel like uh, I feel like Piola has to now. Like I think I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago. I really do think that he needs to start to find his his set eleven. Yes, I know it's very difficult with all the injuries that that's been happening. But you know, injuries like Neil Castillo, he's not coming back for for a very long time. You know, um, you know, it's just Gio dos Santos or Benedetti, and then the rest are are pretty much still there. So I guess that. Guido partner has to be defined already, in my opinion, for him to kind of get used to him and, like you said, adapt to his play style so he can better than his play style and then just have overall better communication. Because, like, it seems like every single match he has a different partner, and I think that attributes to his um his lack of great performances as we know him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so let's let's talk about this Atlanta United game real quickly, uh, briefly. Uh, so America goes down, uh, and and then you see the response from from America come right away, which is something I think we all can agree this is good, right? We saw we saw that fight, that that kind of urge to go and get get a goal back, and they do, they do, um, and then afterwards you see America go on top, and then you think, okay, now do what you have to do, and it's exactly what you said, Christian, that this America side has been lacking is closing games out. Especially, uh, you know, in, in important match, important moments of the match, um, and because of that, you see Atlanta United get a freakish, you know, goal. Granted, it was a great goal, but it was off a deflection. Um, and then you see a stupid challenge by Guido Rodriguez to to put uh, to to make it three two for for Atlanta United, who get a penalty because of his slide tackle. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like the game was kind of going back and forth, but we had we had the advantage with um with Rogers' goal, and you know it was just a, a matter of you know controlling the game, and you know just letting letting it run its course. But of course, you know like you said, uh, a mistake here and a mistake there, and suddenly we're down we're down three two, and you know in, in seven minutes, and it's like where did it all go wrong? 
yeah, it all it, it all went wrong as soon as Bruno Valdez got that red card. Let's be honest. Um, well, you, well, 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 that was after, no, that was the, after the, right? the third goal, yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was way after the third goal. Yeah, yeah it's just, uh, and then you saw a lot of players a little bit more winded towards the end of the match. Uh, a lot of more yeah. tired legs, and that. That's another topic I think we have to discuss after the Tigres game because that that team looked uh, looked looked very tired and and, and I'm and I'm concerned for this Saturday as well. But that's a thing for for a bit later. But I think it's it's fair enough for them to be tired. I mean, they've been they're exceeding themselves. It's not like no, we're it, it's not like we're rotating these squads at all. You know exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember last year when everyone made fun of me because I called out a rotational squad against against Tijuana in a league match, yeah. but it was because it was necessary. And now I we we can't even call rotation squad against Tigres because you know they're Tigres and they're gonna have their their stellar eleven playing and we can't we can't afford to have a rotational squad and despite all that we have another mid uh, midweek match next week so you know do we really want to do that in front of our home fans I don't know that that's something that has to be discussed and it's it's worrisome because yeah I know the international break is coming up but you know these players are tired as well and you know you're not you're, you're gonna you're gonna set yourself up for more injuries, and then you're gonna dig yourself deeper in the hole. Yeah, and that's, I think I think that's the thing with America and kind of these compromises that they had in regards to these kind of competitions. You know, I don't think they asked to be in the Champions mm-hmm. Cup. I don't think they asked for this League's Cup to be made. You know, it was kind of okay. We're throwing you in there, and you know, the board said, okay, it's an opportunity for us to make some you know money on the side. Um, at the same time, though, I, I I don't think the squad was you know saying okay yeah this is exactly what we want but you know they know that it's a, it's a compromise that they have to make and that the club has to do so they they're gonna go out there and they're gonna perform and knowing that they play for who they play for America the objective and 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 kind of what the uh, what everyone's gonna be expecting is that you come out with a victory no matter what and because you know you lost against Atlanta United in 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 a game in which you probably should have won if you were smarter. Uh, it, it ultimately comes down as a failure, an ultimate absolute failure, only because you are who you are yeah. and, uh, and and the responsibility and the weight that was carrying over your shoulders. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. So do you see it that was... How much... How, uh-huh. but, but, but to me, what I wanted to know too and, and just kind of get some from y'all, but do you, does any of this blame kind of go to Piojo too? Because you kind of ask yourself too, like, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, you can't blame the players for being tired. Like, look how many games they played in, in, in what, like, the past two weeks, a, a, a week and a half maybe, you can say. But I just don't feel like Piojo's really set this team up to to compete. I mean, grant, granted, still, like we've always said, already said, too, um, I know I know players have gone out. We haven't really bought, and the board and it's working, to, and the club's working towards that way to, to buy more players to come into the squad and fill in because – Really, I mean, like like I said, it just doesn't feel like we have no depth right now, and like we're not seeing any rotation um, from the squad as much, especially with the likes of trying to get this uh, this uh, this minute rule fulfilled, where we're getting half of the minutes between uh, Sanchez and Cordova right now. But you know, do, do y'all think some blame needs to go maybe to like the training staff or to to Piojo too? No, maybe not so much the training staff. I think the training staff is doing what they got to do. They're preparing them. I think this is a very fit squad, by the way, to be able to produce uh, as much as much as they have on the pitch. And they're they're running out of gas in the like towards the latter end of the half of the second half, where you expect them to, after you know playing a full ninety minutes not that long ago. I think the training staff has done well. Mm-hmm. I think Piojo maybe could do a little bit more rotation. 
Um, but at the same time, he knows that he's kind of obligated to put these kind of stellar squads in because if he doesn't, then the criticism and the backlash that's going to fall on him if he would have been washed away by Atlanta United or Tigres if he would have put out, you know, a very young, very inexperienced kind of team, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting because I've seen on Twitter a couple of people ask for Piojo's head. I don't know what you guys think of that. Oh, I saw, yeah, last last night I saw that. I saw yeah. a couple of those tweets. And, you know, I, I was one of those people who were like, you know, maybe it's time for, for a change or whatever. But, you know, this is, I, I understand where they're coming from, but it's it's way too early. Um, like we, we've said over and over again in this podcast alone, this is a, a very, a very uh, you know, broken squad right now. We need to um, we need to give it time, and you know, at its full potential. If results don't start coming, then I mean, now we can start criticizing. But right now, we are not at a hundred percent. I think we are at a at a fair, maybe sixty five, seventy. And to put out these performances where you know we almost nearly won, it's all right, but it's so frustration. And you know, Piojo Piojo does have some blame, and he needs to fix up his act. But we can't criticize him deeply just yet. Dylan. No, I'm. I, I think so too. It's just you know at the same time, you know I, I, it's just just two two first half subs. You know you know, and back to back games. You know is yeah. kind of concerning for me too. That's one thing I wanted to point out too, especially in the in the Atlanta game. You know towards the end, you know he put in he put in what like one maybe I think maybe two youngsters that came out off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But it just it just kind of seems like you know uh, if you're gonna play youngsters along, then maybe you should have start them. Maybe somebody else that that's. That that's better than them could have came in been a little bit of a game changer. I don't know. It's just some things like that that kind of stick out to me and make me wonder about about this a little bit. Yeah, look, you have to be uh, kind of a lot. A lot of people praise Piojo for oh he made the half the substitution. He saw that he was getting taken on. And he did the right smart thing. But I I don't see it like that. I see it as oh you made a mistake. Now you're trying to patch it up and fix it. And now because of that you mm-hmm. throw away yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, and it's 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 dumb and silly. Yeah, you you can't you, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. And granted, yes, I, I understand the squad is very limited at this point, um, which is the frustrating thing about it because I think you know a year ago we were talking about how vast and how how depth uh, fulfilled the squad was, and now a year later it's it's been broken down and and now it looks like we're just limping to get to the games. You know. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see how the, you know, in the upcoming week, I think uh, these next two weeks are, are important. This week, exactly this week, is is very, very important for America and the board to make some signings because I remember uh, next week is going to be transfer deadline day. So um, you, you you don't want to be risking it. You don't want to be risking it. So uh, I'd hope that America is trying to figure things out and try to get things going because uh, by the looks of it, I mean, you got two more days before the weekends because there's really no big deals going on during the weekend. Um, and then you don't want to start off Monday already chasing chasing deals uh, when potentially, you know, the end of the transfer window is, is just around the corner. Yeah, 100%. And uh, from my understanding, they, they are trying to go for two or three uh, names. There, there are some names, but, you know, nothing, nothing very concrete yet. But I think we just got to hope that these players can adapt themselves when they do come. And they just adapt themselves very quickly because you know this this team needs some needs needs a little spark and 
and it needs to come as soon as possible before things really start going downhill. And we'll talk about our potential names and everything a little bit later on in the podcast. And but uh, you know, I want to go back into these games. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap up the Atlanta United game, then we'll go talk about this this Tigres game. Um, so obviously mm-hmm. Atlanta United three to two. America loses. Um, could have been better. Should have been better. Didn't close out. You got uh, dumb and reckless uh, mistakes from you know your most experienced players like Paul Aguilar. Uh, like Bruno Valdez, like Gil Rodriguez, um, and I think it ultimately makes you understand that you know something something's not 100% clicking, um, and then um, and 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 then just there wasn't really a response. I think that was the gut the gut punch to to Club America uh, once uh, Atlanta United scores that penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was just no, I don't know. Yeah, like you said. Uh huh. Uh oh, I think we lost Christian's audio for a little bit. Um, did we lose Christian's audio? I think we did lose Christian's audio. Well, uh, looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but uh, hopefully he'll come back and finish his uh, train of thought there. Dylan, anything else you want to add on into this Atlanta United game before we move on? Um, no, I mean just, just like you said, you know, just the mistakes. I mean, the mistakes that this team can't afford to make, especially now with this. With just the league, league, uh, league to worry about. I mean, no Campeones Cup, obviously, no League's Cup, no more. So that's all you gotta look forward to is is the league now, league now. And um, Piojo's gotta embed in these guys' mind like, hey, you know, look at these mistakes. You know, whether you're going back and watching the game field, they can't make these mistakes. I mean, you can, you know, yeah. I know the squad's limited at the moment, but I mean, at the same time, I, I, Piojo can, I think Piojo can lead these guys out. I think good motivation, and everything, but. It's got it's got to be better. With I mean, it's it's limited. We're looking for reinforcements still, but this team's got to pull something together. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll have to wait and see what this team is capable of. And um, you know, I, I think like Christian said, there's enough talent to pull to pull something out of the out of the bag here for America. But uh, yeah, obviously got got it that America lost against Atlanta United, and then of course, uh, you know, wasn't able to lift the campeon the Campeones Cup. Um, but I guess that, that that is what it is. And then uh, we're moving on to yesterday's game, another midweek match in which where America felt that maybe should have walked away with the victory. Unfortunately, it was really because of mistakes by ourselves. We let ourselves down. What do you mean, man? This they, they scored all four goals. They scored all four goals. Stuka Stuka Ferretti said, "It's like yeah, America scored four goals and they still lost the game." It was like, <laughs> come on, man. You gotta. I don't know. And that's the most frustrating thing about it is because you saw this game and you thought, okay, we came into this game, let's be honest, a bit worried, right? We thought the squad looks very thin, uh, our bench looks not, very young. You thought they could just not even roll that. over this team if if they were if they came into this game tired. I mean, not even that. I mean, you, you look at the back line that got put out, like <laughs> one of your center backs. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Aguilar was a center I mean, back. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, what was that? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's Piojo's cry to help, cry for help. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I really don't it's... know. I mean, that's just, that's that's kind of the scary thing about it. You know? It's like, but you know, and then he goes and scores an own goal. I mean, Carlos Vargas wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have. And that's the interesting thing about it. Why isn't that he he didn't play? You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
I don't know either, man. It's just uh, I feel like it just feels like Yoho like looks at Twitter and be like, oh, people don't like Vargas, so I'm not gonna start him. <laughs> I don't know. If, if Yoho really, really looked at Twitter, things would be a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's be honest. No, look. I, I mean, we came into this game with hopes a little bit down. We, we you know, we thought, well, you do you you do with what you have and. Surprisingly enough, we did very well to my to, to my liking. Um, I think we went toe to toe with them. I th- think we really took yeah. it to them, uh, and that showed great energy from all the players that were out there on the pitch. Obviously, the own goal was a was was a blunder and a mistake, but I think there was never really an, a moment in time, maybe one or two moments in the match where Tigres looked a little bit better. But I think America sat back right. They 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 held their yeah. formations very well. They really did. They they. They didn't really give up much um, space for Tigres to attack. And whenever Tigres was trying to create and make the space, uh, we usually forced them to play a ball that we were easily intercepting. So I, I really, really did enjoy the the tactical side of things. And I think Piojo's starting to get this tactic things right a little bit better because I think you look back at the Morelia game, you look back at the Toluca game, you look back and it's, yes, America doesn't have the ball and maybe the opposition looks like they have control of the game, but what they don't have is control of the space or control of movement going forward. I think that's where America's done very well to hold off the opposition and say, okay, you can have the ball, that's fine, but we're going to hold off, we're going to sit here, we're going to let you come at us and we're going to try to get you on the counter which I think is working good for America at this point due to the lack of maybe players that we don't have on the pitch, you know? And Yeah, um, that's about to say, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it just works well for right now. Obviously, that's not what, how you want America to play, but no. um, you do you do like and you do encourage that to see that this side is actually looking uh, a lot more organized in, in the back whenever the opposition has the ball. Obviously, we're not perfect, especially that back line has shown us that they can make plenty and plenty of mistakes. Uh, but I think it's only because of our own mistakes that these uh, that this opposition get get these opportunities. But other than that, I don't I don't really see how they've troubled us in the past games. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you too. And you know, I think this is I think we'll never especially look at those, those especially the first half. I think in general, you look. Look at, like you're talking about the tactics that people put down, you know, not giving up the space and everything, and you know, making making Tigres just force that ball that they need uh, that they need to make. But you know, that, that's something to build off of. But you know, at the end of the day, too, yeah, it's just whenever it seems like we find something good to build off of, it seems like people just throws it away, and doesn't build off it. Yeah, and, and that is the frustrating part. You know, that is the frustrating thing about all this. But hopefully, hopefully, um, things will look better. Things will be better. And uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, um, yeah, going back to the Tigres game, a lot better from America, a lot better from uh, uh, from the players that were out there. You saw a little bit more grit, more of an intent, more of a fight. Unfortunately, you know, again, like Christian said, can't close out the game, can't close out the second half. And because of a horrendous own goal mistake by Bruno Valdez, I don't, I don't know. At that that is a header he clears nine times out of ten. And it was that one time, that one time yesterday, that he would have scored that own goal. And really, how do you put words into that context? I mean, you don't. You can't. I don't. I, don't, I really don't. I don't like. Even, even me just trying to describe it is, is you can't describe. I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating. I mean, arguably, 
right now your best center back that you've got and makes a mistake like that. It's not what you want to see for this back line and especially for him. I mean, because no telling where his where his confidence is at right now. I mean, it looked to still be there because he scores that penalty. Um, but still, you can't you can't be doing that. I, I'm I'm sure that he felt terrible after the game, no doubt about it. I'm sure he just felt like he wanted to crawl under a, a rock. But I mean, that, that's that's the most frustrating thing about it is that it's these mistakes that are coming back. To haunt you in, in in the dying embers of a match to do that you just you, you you absolutely can't believe it you can't you hate to see it and you can't believe it yeah. it's terrible 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 but uh glad to have christian back on here ladies and gentlemen did you so miss me we did we did miss you the chat was already uh was already getting worried about you are you serious because i saw christian out so i don't know i think i should have stayed out <laughs> uh but you're just kind of your take on the thing of this game uh, Christian. Oh, dude, I, I was so sad. Well, I wasn't really sad. I was just like, I don't know, in belief, especially with, with that, that own goal. I was, I was kind of listening to disbelief in Bruno Valdez and a player, you know, we we think is the best in that back to commit such a such a such a uh, devastation, devastational error like that. In a, in a, it's um, it, it's not like him, and. I just hope he, he he regains from this. I hope he does too much, uh, like too much of the heart, not so much weight on it, and you know just come back stronger because, you know we're gonna need him on, on Saturday. But it was just for for that particular game, it was just uh, it was just terrible. No, yeah, completely, completely agree. It was terrible, and uh, hopefully we could see better from him coming up against Tigres again on Saturday, which uh, hopefully uh, will be a better game for us, and we'll we'll talk about that game a little bit later on in the show, but. Yeah, obviously it wasn't exactly what America wanted uh, or America fans out there, but um, ultimately I think it was uh, it was a good showcasing from the team, especially you know since we did say how thin this squad was to see them go toe to toe. Really, really nice. Uh, any one player that kind of stood out to you guys, maybe good or bad? Andres Ibarguen. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Maybe to me, maybe maybe Roger too. If I'm yeah, gonna be, I, be I, I think oh, Roger's yeah, just been the, the the player of the season so far for us. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, that, that connection that him and Nibaguan had yesterday was, you know, was was a treat to watch for us. But for me especially, someone who actually rates Nibaguan, unlike maybe most of the America fan base. But you can see what he can yeah, do. I, and and I, I, when, I'm given, a, I'm when given the wrong. confidence and when given the ball. So, like, it's it, it was nice to see that. And, and I, I really wish we could have we could have pulled that, pulled that victory out because. It yeah, no, look, I've always said it. Ibarwin's full of talent whenever he wants to, whenever he feels like it. And yesterday he felt like he wanted to do something. He felt like, you know, and, and the thing with him the is... Vendetta is back. The thing with, the thing with him is so simple, yet it's, it's, it's so mind-boggling. It's if he gets one, two, three dribbles off, he's going to have a good game. If he messes up in the beginning, one, two, three dribbles right away, he's going to shut himself out. I don't know what it and is. And he wasn't about having the best game, to be honest. No, but, but it's just his, his dribbling little... was good. I'm not saying that his game was overall yeah. good, but his dribbling performances were very good. And I think that's what he's the type of player that wants to be flashy. He's the one that wants to right. kind of steal the show. And you see it. And I've seen him at practices before. I've seen the way he trains and the, kind of the character that he is. He's that he's that type of player. So obviously he's going to try mm-hmm. to emulate that on the pitch as well. So I, I think 
I think it's it's good to see him, and hopefully he can continue that good run of form because we need him. We really, really do need him right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's just it's just I think uh, a matter of confidence and and consistency. You know, something this team lags heavily, and I guess maybe once we find that, you know, we can start to see the best in in everybody, and maybe that's why we pick ourselves up. But but yeah, overall, I guess just disappointing game, and we just need to we need to bounce back this Saturday. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, alrighty then. So America loses to Tigres two, uh, two, two on goals. To be honest, let's face it, because those two on goals forced it all the way to penalties. Uh, anything you guys want to say about the penalty shootout? Jimenez should have gone. That's at what least I two said. Of them. But apparently, people are calling yeah, me nitpicky on Twitter. No, I I can't remember which one. I think it was a the the second and fourth one. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, but I I just I really felt like he he really had could have had a hand or a tip on one of them. There, and, there was um, like three of them. He could have had a hand or a tip on them. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, you know, I tell you this I'm, much. I'm gonna... I t- I'll tell you this much. If he would have had a quicker reaction time or or an even uh an even more more stronger uh power step in in. In the game, he would have blocked next penalty. Because mm-hmm. he guesses it right. That's that's how. Ha- that's only half of the battle. Half of the battle is just guessing it right. Yeah, that really is. The other half has to come with yeah. uh, with technique and skill at, at how good you are as a goalkeeper, especially in a shot stopping situation. And he, uh, yeah, I'm just saying he's 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 a good goalkeeper, but I'm telling you, Memo gets to the one time he looked bad. I actually, I actually want to pose a question because I, I was watching on, uh, watching. I was reading on Twitter yesterday. It's going, it's going to go back a little bit to that own goal, uh, Bruno Valdez's own goal, and people were calling Jimenez out. Do you think people have the right to call Jimenez out, or that no, no, was no, that just was all Bruno. Dude. That was all Bruno. Yeah, yeah, not that was all Bruno. No, I, I can yeah. see why people want to make that argument, but it's a lot easier to say that as as an outfield player than for people I, who actually play goal. Yeah. that was a Jimenez ball for no reason. Uh, well, but but but. It, it's still at the end end of the day, you know, in the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't, I don't see how how this is to blame for Jimenez. Yeah, no, no, Jimenez does have blame in the penalty shootout, but not in the game itself. I think he 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 had a pretty good performance. I think people like just he, wanna like just, just wanna see Ochoa. Yeah, I think real. that's it. I think people are just making any any excuse to to bash Jimenez so they can just see Ochoa. I, they just hating because he meant his thriving. <laughs> hey, I'm one of those people. Okay? Just, I want to I want to throw in as soon as possible, but I won't discredit or dismerit what Jimenez has done because I think he's done very well. I'm just saying in a penalty shootout where we needed him to step up, he just did it. Yeah. Then- yeah. That's it. We'll leave it at that. And uh, with that said, America loses to themselves in the League's Cup. And Tigres, uh, just because they showed up to the match, they get uh, the opportunity to go and play the final in Las Vegas. Um, well, gentlemen, anything else you guys want to say about the League's Cup? Most likely we'll be involved in it again, hopefully, next year. Well, maybe not hopefully. Well, depending on how well our squad is. And, uh, well, I, I mean, you can only imagine the the revenue that people would would, would get if both Liga Mekis and MLS, if America was back into this, no? No, yeah. Um, I, I really can't speak on the success of the tournament, so I'm not. I'm not really gonna dive in too deep in that. Uh, it's an interesting concept, but it could be done a lot better. As well, as for America's performance, I think we had a poor performance. You know, we just squeaked by Houston Dynamo, a team I think we should be really beating. You know, convincingly, and you know the the, the kind of disappointment loss against Tigres was uh was kind of bad on our part, especially the way it ended. So it was a poor performance, and like you said, I we will most likely be back here next year. You know, so maybe for a better showing. 
we'll have to hopefully for yeah hopefully we'll have to hope for a better performance in regards to what this uh, this team is capable of doing. But yeah, two losses in the midweek matches. That means that uh, exactly what a lot of people have been saying on social media uh, it's uh, it's fracaso for America. It really is. Uh, it's it's a letdown and for the institution and for the fans. So we'll have to wait and see what. Uh, what the team is capable of doing. Like Dylan said, now the focus is all on the league, which I think is a good thing. Um, I think we can finally start looking and focusing on the league, which is, like Dylan, you mentioned in the previous podcast, that was the most important thing coming into this season. And then, of course, uh, Champions League will be rolling around uh, just in a little bit as well. So we'll, uh, we'll have something a little bit more important than these two competitions to look forward to. That's next season, though. Yeah, but, you know, you start, you know, weaving the the, the squad for... for you know, they're going to be, what, midday ma- matches as well, no? Yeah, but that's until, like, no? Yeah, so you start, you know, weaving the, the, the squad how you want it, want it to look. How How is it that, you know, it, it's a perfect opportunity to get yourself ready for that. Especially with all these additions that I mean, you're going to be getting. You know, we started this the, this season with, with four with four uh, chances out of a... The, the the Copa the, the the campeón de campeones which you got that we had campeones cup we failed at that we had leagues cup we failed at that and now the, the whole thing is left is the season so two out of two it's um is that some two out of two uh two out of four I mean yeah two out of four is kind of half yeah. now kind of half the now before we get one out of four and then it just looks like a complete embarrassment so I just, all gears now to the league which uh which yeah I guess I understand it is the most important one the way we came but we went out in these tournaments is just just disappointing and frustrating as a fan because you know we are america we're supposed to win literally everything uh possible and to just go out like that it's just not very el mas grande of us to be honest nope, that is not very el mas grande of america against atlanta or against tigres but we'll have to wait and see and hopefully we get a rematch of a good caliber this saturday against los felinos so Let's move on into the next mm-hmm. segment. A quick one. We're going to recap what happened against Morelis as we're already recapping these games. Uh, really, I'm not going to spend too much time on this game because, let's face it, there's not really much to talk about. A 1-0 win in which where America gets a goal by Nicolas Benedetti, who, by the way, is out for three weeks. I don't know how he got injured again. Someone, three more weeks. Someone get this guy some milk. <laughs> uh, I really don't know what's going on over there. He's... Uh, he, He's hanging out too much with uh with yeah, Menez. everyone's it's like we're made out of glass over there, man. It really is. Um, look, I, I we need a little bit more. Um, what for? I, I don't know. I, I, I we just need a little bit more from these players. Like I I don't know what they need to do to take care of themselves a little bit better. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, Cosmetti will be out for three weeks. But he does get that goal. Hopefully, we'll build on his confidence for his rehab. In, in getting back into the team. But, uh, yeah, not much to talk about in that game. Uh, I, I think we can all agree that it was um, it was, it was was kind of a snooze fest at first, at, in the first half. Uh, Morelia maybe... I think it was all a snooze fest. Yeah, Morelia had some decent... From here while Ivan tries to fix his issue. I didn't know that. Okay. 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 Um, go, Dylan. Uh, let's so go. Christian, 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 no, Christian, t- tell me what you thought of the first half. For the Morelia game. Oh, it was boring. It was literally boring. We couldn't get anything going. Um, it just it just kind of sums up what our our attack has been. You know, basically Roger Martinez kind of have to do everything, and it's um you know it, it's nice to see a player like that you know kind of criticized last season to have such an important role this season and actually you know 
live up to the expectations. It's great to see that, but I, I need to see the people around him kind of stoop to his level and um, and really rise to the occasion when the team is not going in the right direction. You know, having said that, though, um, I think I think we, we improved really in the second half. Okay. Um, Ivan, are you back or not yet? Yes, yes, I'm back. Okay, so everyone should be able to hear me now. Uh, we are extremely, extremely sorry for all these technical difficulties we've been having today. It just has not been our day. Uh, but hopefully that means that better days are to come. Uh, but yes, uh, first half, like Christian mentioned, dull in every aspect of it. Morelia was the better team in that half. But still, I think what we mentioned earlier, uh, Dylan, was the fact that even when the opposition looks to be the better side, there wasn't really any real threat from them because I think America plants themselves very well and kind of cups off <coughs> any uh, space and any angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, definitely. And then move on into the second half. You get uh, you know you get an even more of a stellar performance from Roger, like Christian was mentioning. And then uh, really just ultimately you know you put the game to bed with one goal. Really, it all, all it took. But um, yeah, we need a better performance. We need a better performance. But yeah. like Christian said, you grind this result out and you get three points and you keep scaling up the ladder. There you go. You know. That, that's all you can ask for of this team in this state, but we need to see improvements going forward, you know? Yeah, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Alrighty then, we're going to move on into the next segment because we've already diddle-daddled all of this already by way too much time. Um, we are going to go into the next topic at hand, and that is going to be none other than our own hashtag Lady Aguilas. Dylan, I think this is your segment, so uh, why don't you take it away? I'll, uh, you know, you lead the lead the segment for us. Um. Okay. I. 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 So, America played Morelia. Actually, you know, being being that way. Um, a three-one win, and I, I think an, an overall a pretty good win. You know, especially with the way this team has started the season. Um. You know, especially with the injuries that they have, especially whenever it came to um. To Cuevas, you know, she didn't start off. Uh, she had a leg injury, and then obviously you're having um, Espinosa went on international duty, a couple others players too. Um, the first, the first open, the opening for the game, you know, um, um, America go down, everything one nil, and then all of a sudden you, know, you get back into the game. You know, I think Espinosa was really a missing key part for this, uh, for this America side. Um, she really made a difference going forward and in the attack, and that's something that this this team really need um for me you know it was about 15 minutes in you know Cuevas was kind of quiet and she kind of slowly started to pick up and like right before half you know she got her goal and you know the second half it was kind of more of the same thing for me too you know especially because Espinosa comes off you know she um she gets hit really hard in the in the in the head with with the ball after she takes the shot it gets deflected and comes back and hits her and she gets subbed off and so that's not the one to see after that you know you really see the attack really starting to slow down and not much getting produced I think I think whenever you see the second half Morelia seems more dangerous um and the center pack the center back uh, duo duo is uh, really struggling and um, it it really shows to them that. Uh, Miss, missing Diaz is a big part and a big factor to them, and that's something that they still got to work on and continue to do and step up for this side. Um, Jen Munoz, you know, a player that we've we've uh, we've talked about a lot, just too quiet for me this game. Didn't really see much from her. I think if I remember correctly, too, this was her first game that she played in this in in 
in the mid in the center center midfield instead of out on the wing like she usually has when, whenever she started a couple games. Maybe that's what it was, but who knows? Uh, just wasn't enough for me. And same kind of with Cuevas. I think Cuevas played about about 60, 65 minutes where she got subbed off. It just just those two players just didn't bring enough enough for me. And that uh, kind of kind of same with Jenna Gutierrez too. Didn't really see much from her. But Espinosa a big boost for this attack for the rest of the tournament now now she's back from international duty yeah and and you know interesting enough yet you, you mentioned all of those players that didn't really come up and step up in the moments in the game that you wanted them to but still for america to walk out with a 3-1 goal advantage um you know and then i think you you mentioned it to me as well when the game was over you said it wasn't the result it wasn't the performance that people wanted to see but it was the result that the ladies needed to get um, I think that spoke heavily on exactly what this team is doing at this point. I think they're still trying to find some identity, uh, trying to create their own kind of, you know, form and, and look and, and play, you know, contrary to what was last season. And now you get to see in the America side start to build themselves and start to rebuild themselves again. And I think it's going to take a little while. It might be a little bit of a process. Unfortunately, that's not exactly what you want to hear, especially coming into this side. You already have won a championship, but it, it kind of seems like that's the case at this point. Yeah, yeah, it really is too. And you know, you talked about the identity a little bit. I think Espinosa brings more, and, and you're starting to see a little bit more of that, especially with her on the pitch. Uh, you saw you saw a lot from her, and she created some good chances too for this team. But at the end of the day, it was kind of it was kind of iffy for me. Like it just seemed like this team needed that extra pass or needed to shoot, but they didn't. But Espinosa a real real changer for this team in, going forward in the attack. Yep, definitely, definitely. Alrighty, well, the ladies get a good result at home against Morelia, and it uh, it, it does mean that uh, you know they scaled up the ladder just a little bit more. So when's uh, when's the next ladies game? Tomorrow, actually, against uh, Toluca. That's gonna be a good one. But um, the, the, right now, I, I don't think there's no definite hour, which is kind of weird to me. And I don't think this game will be televised. Hey, no, I don't think that game's gonna be televised either. And then they go off and they play yeah. against on Monday against Cholos, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, and that's a home game. That that one hopefully will be televised. That one looks like it's gonna be an interesting one as well. Yeah, I think that one should be televised. I, I would assume so, but we'll wait and see too. Definitely, you guys can always catch up to date stuff in regards to the Lady Aguilas on our Twitter at Resaca America US and on Instagram. We'll try to keep you guys posted at Resaca America underscore US for everyone who tries to follow the ladies game and follow Las Aguilas in America on that side. We're going uh, to try to keep you guys as covered as possible. We are a little bit limited to it, but we do try to bring you guys the best coverage of it. And uh, you guys can always ha- do the hashtag Lady Aguilas so you guys can uh, show your full support in regards to the ladies and their upcoming season. Hopefully, progresses into something even better than what they were uh, showcasing us so anything else you want to mention in regards to the ladies uh dylan no i mean just i mean like i said there's stuff to build on and i think they have been building and so just, the goya side has just got to keep going and keep building and so we'll see we'll see what happens come uh come tomorrow after the result and then hopefully we'll see an even better team come monday when they play cholos at home no yeah definitely 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 Alrighty then, gentlemen, let's move on into our second-to-last segment before we preview the Tigres game and wrap this show up after what should be maybe the most eventful podcast we've ever had in regards to technical difficulties. Uh, let's talk a little bit about these transfer rumors. Uh, we won't spend too much time on it because nothing's 100% confirmed or 100% 
you know, accurate nowadays with so many names being thrown around. But uh, for example, the first one, a heavily sounded one, was Derlis Gonzalez coming to Las Aguilas del América. But of course, that's been shot down in the last past couple of days. Uh, Christian, anything in regards to the transfer department besides the big name Diego Reyes that we'll talk about in a little bit? But anyone else sounding for our Aguilas coming, <coughs> coming in the upcoming days or week? Yes, yes, there is. So, um, let's start with the attack. I think the the most the name that is going around the most is Diego Roland. He he's currently stationed. I sound like he's in the military. He's currently playing in the <laughs> second division of Spain for Espanol, and he's a 26 year old striker uh, from from Uruguay. He 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 has national team experience. Um, people in Espanol rate him. Um, you know, people kind of kind of back home are a little bit iffy on him. He seems like a very strong, powerful guy, kind of like a Roger Martinez-esque type. But he has that killer instinct, and that's something I think that separates them two from Roger and Diego is that Diego wants to be in the box and finish them, while, you know, Roger's more of the guy that kind of kind of is involved more in the, in the creating the attack. But, you know, Diego is the one that finishes it. Um, it could be an interesting pickup, but I don't think that America is looking to buy players, uh, but, well, specifically this one. I think they're just looking for a loan, which, in uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, but it's, it seems like an interesting interesting option. And the other one is kind of more of a defensive one, Alan Franco. Uh, he is currently playing in Argentina for Independiente. Uh, he kind of is the, the plan B for Diego Reyes if Diego Reyes fails. Um supposedly the the talks are a little bit more advanced now and i don't know if that should worry any diego reyes fans uh but you know people people rate him highly in argentina they they really think he's the next big thing so you know just gotta wait and see what which one of these kind of kind of come to fruition and, and come to america we'll have to wait and see we'll definitely have to wait and see so two names that have uh, surfaced in the past couple of days we'll have to wait and see where that goes obviously the biggest name that's been circulating in america ever since the transfer rumor saga began and maybe this one died out a little bit, but it's starting to pick up even more traction. Something that we've uh, had our our, uh, our our ear very close to is this Diego Reyes, Diego Reyes signing that could potentially be happening for Las Aguilas del América. A lot of reports coming in that it's official. A lot of reports coming in saying that he's chosen América, but a lot of reports also stating the fact that that's not the case. That Tigres still have a say in this, and that it's still up to the player whether or not he wants to make the side. It may, whether he wants to make the jump to Nuevo León or to uh, Ciudad de México. So it should be interesting to see what he takes in regards. But the offers are there for both the clubs. Uh, it just be interesting to see which one he takes. It should be very interesting. And, you know, I'm, I'm in- interest, interested to see the reaction of the fan base because, you know, not to, not to, not to start controversy or anything, but, you know, this is a player who... Who hasn't been informed for a while now, and just like Giovanni dos Santos, um, it, it, it's a huge gamble for for the club. But I think it's one you know, the club is willing to take and almost kind of has to take in in regards to the, our situation. So, you know, it's it's interesting to see. I I, I actually want to get your opinion on it, both of you guys. So, what what do you guys? How do you guys feel about Diego Reyes potentially coming to Club America? You know, I'll keep it short and sweet and simple, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Dylan. I'm on the fence about it. As most America fans are, so it's understandable. But, but yeah, those those are the names. And like like I said before, I you know, whichever one comes, I really hope they uh they they adjust and adapt and adapt quickly. 
yeah, that's the most important part about it is that these players, unfortunately, are going to have to come into this and, and really get rushed. Which is the which is the one this is the last thing you want coming into the, a new team is being rushed into this process, um, especially with the altitude, with the league, with everything so new, so foreign that it it's kind of impossible what we're asking, but it kind of is necessary at this point, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but still. Uh, you know, we'll keep you guys up to date as much as possible. Follow us again on social media for all those up-to-date stats, especially on Twitter. We, we try to get you guys' news going as fast as, as soon as we get uh, the intel or as soon as, the, you know, we get the we get the green light for any breaking stories. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys uh, in the loop. So make sure you guys do follow us on social media. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, we could go into more details, into more topics and all of this. But, you know, unfortunately, time will not permit us. I don't want to keep us here any longer than we've already kept all everyone waiting but um yeah any any other name that's been been rumored or surrounding uh as of right now no uh just th th those are the main ones if anything does does uh does pop up you know be, be sure to follow us on twitter at Osaka america us and for sure 100 percent, we will keep you updated with any any rumor signing that we might make all righty if this will end the transfer rumor here. I'll just ask you guys a very kind of hypothetical question. If you could bring one player to America right now, and it has to be uh, credible and it has to be realistic, who would you bring in? Dylan. Um, right now? Um, shoot. I don't know. I guess Diego Reyes. Okay. Christian? Um, on Twitter, I've been seeing this uh, this this kind of this kind of call for from a lot of America fans. Uh, this guy named Martin Caceres. I think he he is a Uruguayan international, a center back, if I'm not mistaken. He's about 32 years old, and he's a, he's a free agent. So anyone anyone could pick him up, and it won't be as expensive. Uh, he seems like an like an interesting option. You know, another attacking option I would go with is Piti Martinez, but you know that seems a little bit more on the unrealistic side, but still realistic. It could have been done, uh, to my knowledge. But but yeah, those are those are the two names. Someone in the chat said, "Bring back Mikey Arroyo." Um, I'm is down. he back? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's back and playing in second division, if I'm not mistaken, or at least rumored, because I did see his name floating around there somewhere. I'm down. Look, all I'm saying is, we need a striker. Bring back Navarrete. Put him. Put him there. Just put him up top. True. True. Yes. Just put him That's... up top. Right, Dylan? I don't have to fight you now. <laughs> Why? You going to say Osmar Yes. <laughs> well, interesting. We'll have to wait and see. And we'll keep you guys up to date in regards to all those transfer rumors and all the transfer saga. So make sure you guys do stay tuned for that. Now, moving on into our last segment. And uh, the biggest segment, I guess it would say. We have a new Clásico to preview. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> don't you're going to stir up don't some controversy there. Oh, man. You knew we had to get into this, you know. You, there, uh, there, there had to be a mention of it. No, we didn't it. have to. All right, I'm kidding. All right, we have America versus Tigres. Uh, let's face it. It's not going to be an easy game for America at all. It's, it's at the Volcan. Not to say that we haven't gotten results there before, but... 
just the way that the squad has been worked, has been pushed these past couple of games, these past couple of days, it looks a little bit difficult to walk out of the Volcan with three points. But I'm not saying it's going to be impossible either. I think this America can find a fighting spirit and go toe-to-toe -to, -toe to the way that they did in Houston against Tigres. I'm pretty sure that America can come out away with a victory, but we'll get into that detail right now. Gentlemen, how are we looking? How are we feeling coming into this game against Tigres, knowing that we just saw them a couple just yesterday, and now we're going to be seeing them again in their own home stadium? Christian? Like you said, I think complicated is the correct word. You know, our our squad look looks tired. They look they look uh, kind of a little bit flustered, you know, without ideas. You know, it's broken, you know, it's, a bandage, a bandage can, 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 you know, do so much, and, you know, that bandage starting to wear off, and especially with the Tigres, who didn't even start off with their with their stellar 11. Yes, it was a good 11, but they had a lot of missing pieces on the bench, and, you know, we, we know what this Tigres side can bring when they have their full 11, and we're definitely going to see that on Saturday, so I think it's going to be a, you know, probably five times more complicated match than it was yesterday, and, you know, with our limited squad, it's, it's very hard, and do I think we can get the result? It's uh, I, I honestly I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I I don't think so. I think the best we we, we would strive for could be a draw. But if anything can happen, you know we're America and we you know things things just gotta gotta go our way in that match. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, Dylan. Um, it's a little nervous. To be honest, a little nerve wracking. Kind of. Yeah, it is. And I don't know. I mean, like like you said. I mean, like it's it's always tough to play in El Volcan, but I mean, it's not like we never gotten results there either. But you know, it's just it's just it's just go back to what we've always said. What a medical side we gonna get? And you know, I, I think the side that we're again, which we're talking about a little bit too, is I think you almost go out and do the same thing you did against against them yesterday. I mean, you even talked about it too, and they were talking about the 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 match yesterday. You know, this team looked pretty good, um, closing down the space, forcing Tigres to make the pass, which. They weren't comfortable making, you know, just trying to get them on the counter. So it's nerve-wracking, too, especially with with what's seeming like in these past couple games, how quick this team is to get tired, too. No, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. All righty, well, let's just straight into this match. Christian, as always, our uh, lineup guru, can you give us your predicted starting 11, and then uh, we'll see if we agree or disagree in regards to that aspect. I'm having my fingers crossed here for a certain uh, curly-haired goalkeeper to make the, make the starting 11. And your dream comes true because I do have Memo Ochoa starting this Saturday. So I will have Ochoa in net. Um, I will have Jorge Sanchez. Uh, yes, Jorge Sanchez, uh, Bruno Valdez, Carlos Vargas, Paul Aguilar, um, Guido Rodriguez, Sebastián Córdoba. On uh, one wing, I'll have Renato Ibarra. On the other wing, I'll have Chucho Lopez. In kind of that camp position, I'll have Andres Ibarra. And I'll have Roger Martinez. Interesting, interesting lineup. Now, for a second, when you said George Sanchez, I was like, oh, he's going to put Paul Aguilar in center back again. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Dylan, you, you agree with this squad? Uh, you change anything? I mean, unless unless Christian wants to start Menes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, don't really, yeah, I, mean, I don't really yeah. think going down, but I mean, that's the best we got. Trust me, if 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 Mendes was an option, he would be there 100. percent I would only but change. Uh, I'd only change Vargas for Aguilera, who I believe will be 
fit for this game. Already. Is he ready? Yeah. Is he fit? That's why I didn't put him because I didn't think he was fit. But if he's fit, I would do the same thing. Yeah, he's fit. Okay. I believe he's, he's, All right. he's fit. That I think Jibran was talking about it, that he was the most likely candidate to make it back out of the injury list. And then uh, most likely we'll see Gio at the bench. At the bench and Henry as well? No. 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 Okay. no. Henry's still Henry's got still like up. a whole month left. <laughs> a whole month left. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then you add that to Nico Benedetti's three more weeks, and then Nico's Castillo's like 12 more weeks or 10 more weeks or whatever he has left. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it's go. not looking good. It's not looking good. But, yeah, uh, no. Fun. But, um,. Look, let's let's That's talk. That. Let's talk about what we have in front of ourselves instead of focusing on the negative that we don't have at this moment. What we do have presented in us is an opportunity to go out and get a victory, and surprise the rest of the league in doing so. Because I think if America walks out with three points against Tigres, then I think the whole narrative changes on exactly what this America side is capable of. And not only is it merit and and, and kind of points to the players but also to Miguel Herrera as well now let's face it it's gonna be a big game for all of these players and let's face it Dylan you mentioned it yourself you need to come out and you need to play a full 90 minutes of consistent football regardless of what the tactic is if you play them well if you play them smart you can definitely walk away not just with a draw but with three points the easiest way to get under uh, Tigres's skin is to frustrate them by closing down spaces like you did against them in Houston and by having the ball and taking the game to them sometimes sometimes you just gotta throw them off their game throw them off the balance you know I think a big game for America is going to be the midfield whether or not Sebastian Cordova can step up to the moment and whether or not Guido Rodriguez can finally get some breathing space if said partner helps him out in the midfield it's not going to be an easy matchup by any means necessary you have in front of yourselves you have Duenas you have Guido Pizarro so you have very two very well experienced players in the league that are going to be going out and pushing at it but I think I think what we have on paper should be more than enough to get a game going against Tigres in the Volcan. Do you guys agree? And that's all you need. And that's all you no, need. Yes, I do agree. And that's all not, you need. Not, not even the midfield. It's got to be everybody. It's the, way, the way it's been going the past couple games, it's got to be everybody. It's got to be. It's got a full. It's got to be a full squad effort. It's got to be 11 guys. Like I've always said, 11 guys mm-hmm. on the pitch. It can't be one or two guys. It can't be just the midfield. It's got to be everybody. And now the most... Especially, especially, especially some people trying to redeem themselves. Yeah, Bruno. Cool. We're looking at you, Bruno. And 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 Roger, too, because uh, that, that red card was ridiculous. He needs to keep it going. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was, but he needs to keep it going. Yeah, he, he really does. He is... He is... Can easily become the best player of the season if he can continue to run a form that he's at. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and... Um, but, yeah... Also, we need to see Andres Ibarra continue his his thing. We need to see more of Renato Ibarra, and I think when you add those elements to the attack, I think we're we're a much scarier team instead of Roger kind of doing all the all the heavy lifting. No, yeah. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting. It should be an interesting game. Um, you know, in the in the prediction, I might kind of I might change my 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 original one, knowing that Aguilera's in the back. I'm not saying it's such all oh, such an upgrade over Vargas, but it's, <laughs> it, it gives me a little gives me a little bit more 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 you know, calmness in back there. Well, I'm quite excited and happy for the potential return of Guillermo Ochoa back in goal. Something I want to talk about briefly, uh, seeing uh-huh. as how it is Ochoa, it is kind of the big kind of headline of the match. It's uh it's gonna be Ochoa versus Gignac. That's kind of going to be the narrative of this match, no? Yeah. I need, o- I need Ochoa to break break him. 
he need a chota breaking half. neck, like just come out of a corner and just be like, pa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Ochoa, when Ochoa goes to punch the ball away, just like, just like make his presence felt right then and there. I need that. That's what we all need. Um, obviously, I'm like, it's uh, it's gonna be a big night for Ochoa. Uh, it, it's gonna have to be a big game for him. And you know what? One of the very, one of the things that I remember so much about Guillermo Ochoa in goal was a game against the Tigres in the Volcan. It was when he was wearing that kind of turquoise kit. You know, with the with the stripe lines. I don't know if you remember. The little stripe lines. Yeah, yeah I, I remember about. So I remember him having a phenomenal game in that match, in which he took a a a, uh, a Lucas Lobos free kick off the top Lucas corner, Lobos. and he just got there, reached it, boom, took it out. It was phenomenal. I think America ended up tying that game. Um, but I need a performance like that again from him. I need a performance. I need a Guillermo Ochoa performance. That's all I. That we really need. You know, he needs to step up, and you know, he needs to fill the shoes of Marchesin and definitely make it his own again in goal. Mm-hmm. So it uh, it'll be a big game for him. Uh, all eyes are definitely gonna be on him. He knows what the pressure is, and I think he's lived he's lived up to it in Europe and in the Mexican national team. Now it's time to come back home. Uh, ride the wave and you know make himself be that presence like uh, like Dylan was saying, not only in the in, in the box but in the team uh, as, as a as a leader in general. So should be interesting to see what Memo does. Hopefully has a very good strong game and like we mentioned, it the communication is going to be key and, and important. So let's see how his communication is with the with the rest of the squad. But I mean, I I I'd, I'd really love to see how this uh, this game pans out for Ochoa and and the defense as well, who I think needs to have somewhat of a solid matchup if they really really want to make sure they come out with a with a result somewhat you mean a solid a solid performance yeah i think i think out of out of all the the kind of the parts of our team i think they're, they're the ones that are, are gonna have to show up in, in a huge way if we want to get a, a win yeah definitely 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 well uh let's see i i mean we know what this is going to bring. We know Gignac is going to be their target, man. We know they're going to have quick players on the ball. But, I mean, as long as we can find a way to neutralize their attack, I think we got it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you said... Not going to be easy, though. You no, know, it won't be easy by any means, necessarily, of course. But, I mean, I think that... Uh, I think this team is more than capable of it. And I think seeing them on Tuesday against... Uh, on Tuesday at Houston, I think, was a very good thing. Because now I think maybe we have an idea of what to, what to expect from them. And maybe they don't have much of an idea what to expect from us because, like, you know, we're so limited and we're so kind of in the air on how we're going to be playing that I think maybe that kind of adds to a beneficial factor of a surprise element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it could be. And I think we have to use that as an advantage and kind of and kind of th- throw them off, like you said, like you mentioned earlier. So, you know, I think Herrera has to be smart when playing this game, and it's, it's up to the players to execute. And like you said, I think we're more than capable of doing it. But like you said, I think we have to be like nearly almost perfect to 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 get this victory. And and you know, it, it should be a fun one. No, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, alrighty, gentlemen, comes the fun part. Give me your predicted uh, scoreline for Tigres, America, and the Volcan. Christian, I'm throwing it to you first since you were so quick to change your mind after hearing Aguilera. We might start. 2-1 two, two, America. 2-1 America. Wow. I originally had it I originally had it as a as a 1-1, one, one, but uh but I, I think I, I think I'm He's like I'm, we add Aguilera I'm, he somehow scores uh, Aguilera <laughs> and I, I think I, and I'll even add that I think Aguilera will score on Saturday. So 
So keep an eye on out for that. And if I get this right, I think you guys owe me a gancito. Well, I have to wait and see. I have to wait and see. Dylan, you predicted scoreline. One one. One one. Alrighty. Um. Okay, let's see. Let's see. You're going two one. You're going one one. Memo's back in goal. Uh, don't know how. Don't have a definitive playing style yet. And Deegan is obviously looking to get some, you know, some momentum going at home. I know where you're going with this. I'm going America three. Deegan is zero. Clean sheet for Memo. A hat trick from Roger Martinez, and that should call it a night. I knew you were going with that. I yeah, I knew you were going with that. <laughs> but um, that's a that, that's a bold, that's a very very bold uh, bold statement. But if it happens, I will buy you a gancito. Actually, no, I'll do one better. I'll buy you a torta de tamal next time I see you. Yes, I will take that. <laughs> All right then, <laughs> there you go. Let's go, let's go. Well, you know, obviously you, you got to have some optimism coming into this matchup, but um, I, I think the team has a good mentality. Piojo will try to get the best out of their players. And, um, you know, they look focused and determined from what we can see in training. We'll have a better idea of it come um, come Friday or not. Actually, yeah, come Friday. I think the team leaves on Friday after training to uh, to Tigres's, uh to Tigres's home. And uh, it should be interesting Monterrey. to see what happens. Yeah, Monterrey. Sorry, I don't know why I blinked out for a second there. Um, <laughs> but uh, anything else to add in regards to this game? Just, I think the the game of the week, and we just got to see how 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 America bounces back from 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 Tuesday's match. Interesting enough, this game's gonna be a little late. Ten o'clock Eastern time. I love ten o'clock games. Yeah. Well, for my for my end, on my end, that's a seven o'clock game for you, Evan. Eight o'clock for you, Dylan. Or nine, nine for you. Nine, nine for me, yeah, nine for yeah. me. Almost had it, <laughs> almost had it. Almost but there had you it. Guys, sorry, sorry, almost. Had there it. you guys <laughs> have it. You guys can watch that game live on to the NA or follow it live with us, just in case you're stuck at your best friend's wedding and you, they have no way to watch that match. You guys can follow us live on Twitter via Resaca America US or on Instagram at Resaca America underscore US. You guys can follow us. All the latest and up to date news in regards to that match. You guys can follow it live on saturday and like i mentioned on to the end at 7 p.m pacific time 9 central 10 eastern you guys can watch that game and join along the fun uh should be interesting it's the last game of the uh saturday jornadas to the the saturday uh matchups to see uh where america can land in the table potentially could even get first place if uh things go all well so we'll have to wait and see Mm -hmm. but uh again interesting matchup coming up hopefully a clean sheet would definitely be the start that not only memo would want but this defense as well so, we'll have to wait and see. Gentlemen, anything else to add in regards to this uh, very, very weird podcast? Thank you for everyone who stayed and sticking <laughs> sticking out sticking out uh, it with us during these technical difficulties. Uh, these, these don't happen often, but when they do, it's it's um, it, it's, it's bad. But uh, it's a pain, yes. So, but thank you for showing all your support recently. We we've seen uh, we've seen a lot of growth, and that that makes us. Makes us happy and above all motivated to continue doing this and giving it our all to to bring you guys the best America content in English. So once again, thank you. Alrighty, Dylan, anything else? No, I'm, I'm just to thank y'all. Just sorry for all the technical difficulties for those who are here at the live show. Uh, people that are listening on SoundCloud, probably like, what the hell are you talking about? Everything, <laughs> everything ran <Nah>. smoothly. <laughs> Everything's fine. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> no, but just thank, thanks again, everybody. We really appreciate the support. Yeah, thank you to everyone. Have you guys a wonderful, wonderful night again. We do apologize for these uh, technical difficulties, little hiccups. I haven't solved. Yeah, the, blame it all on the host, right? Simple simple way for these to, to get out of it. Uh, but yep. uh, no, definitely thank you so much to everyone who was out here in the chat. Mario, Antonio, uh, Tom, Tony. Um, I know I'm missing everyone else too. Blanca, uh, Jeffrey, Chicken Biscuit, uh, Chicken Little, excuse me, Chicken Nugget. Um Oops. The chicken, the chicken, chicken was not all here, but uh, for the most part, we did have some some uh, some people out here on the chat. So thank you so much. And like like uh, Dylan mentioned to everyone out there on SoundCloud and iTunes, thank you so much for uh, tuning into the show every week. And it means the world to us that you guys are still out here listening to the three guys ramble on about America. So thank you so much for the support, and we'll continue to do our best to continue to work hard and uh, you know continue to give you guys as much better content as possible so thank you so much have yourselves a wonderful wonderful night we'll see you guys again on uh well most likely tomorrow for some lady aguilas news on twitter and then of course you guys can follow all the action going on at uh at uh, resaca america us and uh yeah keep us keep up to date with everything in las aguilas in america we'll see you guys next tuesday and we'll see you guys on saturday for the game as well and until next time as always take care and arriba la america bye now <laughs>